Chapter 13, a subject for a composition. This book is so unlucky. Ralph was a hero in the mouse hole that night. His admiring relatives gathered around, begging to hear the story of, of his adventures. Ralph could not help bragging a little as he told the story of his travels, beginning with the search for the second floor rooms, skipping the part about the teacher trapping him under the drinking glass, and ending with Keith's taking the aspirin and finally falling asleep. But are you sure it really was an aspirin tablet? Ralph's mother could always find something to worry about. Like it's cyanide. Are you sure it wasn't some other kind of pill? Keith put it on the bedside table and refused to take it until his mother saw it, explained Ralph. At first, his mother and father got pretty excited and thought he was out of his mind from the fever when he started telling them that there was an aspirin on the table. Then, when they saw the pill and could tell from the letters on it that it really was an aspirin. They decided the night clerk must have found it and brought it up. They thought the windows rattled so much they did not hear his knock. Oh, Ralph, I'm so proud of you, said his mother with a sigh of relief while his brothers and sisters and cousins stared at him with shining eyes. That's a good question. Where's the ambulance? Good work, Ralph. I didn't think you could do it, said Uncle Lester heartily. I feel much better about room service now that we have left an aspirin for a tip, said Ralph's mother. I feel at least we have done the right thing. Oh, Ralph is growing up, said Aunt Sissy. Yes, Ralph is growing up, agreed his mother with a sad note in her voice. It's hard to believe. It seems only yesterday that he was a tiny pink mouse without any hair. Naturally, this embarrassed Ralph, but now that his mother had finally admitted he was growing up, he decided to make the most of the moment. Now can I go down to the first floor by myself? He asked eagerly. We'll see, said his mother, looking worried once more. Nonsense, said Uncle Lester. Of course he may go. Ralph has shown that he can be a very responsible mouse. I guess you're right, agreed Ralph's mother nervously. Oh boy, exclaimed Ralph. Ow. Tell us again how you climbed down the vine and the owl nearly got you, begged a cousin. No, tell us again how the ambulance got stuck in the crack, said another. No, tell us the part about how you got the dog to bark, pleaded the third. The only flaw in the evening for Ralph was the fact that he had not found the motorcycle on his travels through the hotel. Uh. Keith slept soundly, and the next morning, although he had still had a temperature, Ralph was pleased to see he was feeling much better. Do you hurt any place? I hope Mrs. Gridley. Mrs. Gridley. Well, yeah, you don't want to. He's actually at absolute zero. He has no temperature. Mrs. Gridley asked anxiously after he had given her son an aspirin brought by the milkman. Is your throat sore? Does your stomach ache? Keith shook his head. I just feel sort of tired. He's going to be all right. He must have picked up a bug someplace, said Mrs. Gridley to her husband. A day in bug bed with plenty of fluids and he'll be on his feet again. Mr. Gridley nodded. Do you feel like eating any breakfast? He asked Keith. We could order something for you for room service. Keith brightened. Can I really have something sent up from room service? He asked. And when his father assured him he could, he slumped back down into the pillow. But I'm not hungry. Some orange juice would be a good for you. Some orange juice would be good for you, suggested his mother. All right, agreed Keith. And then added, as if he suddenly had an inspiration, and bacon and toast and jelly. Your appetite seems to have come back in a hurry, remarked Mr. Gridley. 
As he picked up the telephone and asked to con be connected with room service to order, he thought breakfast for his son. As soon as the adults had gone, Ralph popped out into the room. Hi, said Keith. Thanks a lot for the aspirin. It really helped. That's all right, answered Ralph modestly. Where did you find it? Keith was curious to know. Under a dresser down on the first floor. The first floor? Keith could not believe it. How did you manage to get it up here? Once more, Ralph told the story of his night's adventure, skipping the part about the drinking glass, but making sure it set it sound as if he had narrowly escaped the horny talons of the owl as he traveled down the vine. Golly, Keith was amazed at Ralph's story. You know what? You're a pretty smart mouse, and a brave one, too. It was nothing, said Ralph in an, an offhand manner. Nothing? It was plenty. You risked your life. The boy's admiration and gratitude made Ralph feel even prouder of what he had done. I parked your ambulance out in the hall, he said, wanting Keith to know how responsible he was. Your folks will probably cut, probably see it and bring it in when they come back. That reminds me, you didn't happen to see my motorcycle anyplace, did you? Keith's question was unexpected. Well, no, I didn't. Ralph suddenly felt less proud of himself, but I didn't have much time to look. Yeah, I know. Keith was sympathetic. I just wondered... A knock at the door sent Ralph scurrying into the knot hole. Come in, called Keith. Matt entered with a tiny tray. Here you are, and here's your ambulance. I found it out in the hall, he said as he set the tray across his knees. Sorry to see you're under the weather. Thank you, I'll be all right. Keith handed Matt a coin his father had left for, for tip. And thanks for bringing in my ambulance. Matt pocketed the coin. Thank you, he said. And by the way, this doesn't happen to be yours, does it? He pulled the little motorcycle out of his pocket. Ralph was so excited he almost fell out of the knothole. Hey, Keith sat up straight, rocking the orange juice on his tray. It sure is. Where did you find it? In a hamper of linen that had been chewed by mice, or a mouse. It fell out when the housekeeper was showing us the damage that had been done. I picked it up before anyone noticed it. Gee, thanks. Thanks a lot. Keith accepted the motorcycle and set it on his tray. It's my favorite. I didn't like losing it. I wonder how I got into that hamper of linen, mused Matt. Keith grinned but said nothing. Old Matt rubbed his chin and stared at the ceiling. I don't suppose a certain irresponsible mouse happened to ride it into a pile of sheets and pillowcases and get tangled up and dumped into the hamper. Keith tried not to laugh. I don't know any irresponsible mice, he said. Only one responsible mouse. Say, how did you guess? Uh, there isn't much around this hotel that escapes my attention, said Matt. I saw that mouse out in the hall with a little motorcycle. I imagine he's a regular speed demon. Ralph could no longer stay out of the conversation. I'm fast, but I'm careful. I haven't had an accident yet, he boasted and added hastily, recalling his fall into the wastebasket. At least not since I learned to ride the motorcycle. If there's anything I can't stand, it's a cheeky mouse, remarked Matt good-naturedly. What do you call getting tangled up in a lot of linen? What I mean is I didn't crack up in the motorcycle, said Ralph with dignity. He's not cheeky, defended Keith. He's brave. You, you aren't going to tell the management about him, are you? What's the use, said Matt. If they get rid of these mice, more will move in. Anyway, he's a cute little fella. It cheers me up just to think of him tearing around on the little motorcycle.